Minneapolis, Minnesota. Welcome everyone. So just appreciating who's here with us and really sensing that community and even more than the people who are at the Zoom meeting, the people who will listen later, and all the other folks before us and who will come after us who are really drawn to these practices and these teachings and really benefiting and keeping these forces of wisdom and compassion alive in our hearts and in our world. We're going to do this five subjects for frequent recollection. There's a word near the end, kama, which is the same as the Buddhist word karma, which means actions done with intention. And the point there is actions done with intention leave an impression in our hearts. There's impact, and we want to wake up to that impact. So let's do this chant, and then we'll sit for about 30 minutes. Five subjects for frequent recollection. I am of the nature to age. I have not gone beyond aging. I am of the nature to sicken. I have not gone beyond sickness. I am of the nature to die. I have not gone beyond dying. All that is mine, beloved and pleasing, will become otherwise, will become separated from me. I am the owner of my karma, heir to my karma, born of my karma, Related to my karma, abide supported by my karma. Whatever karma I shall do, for good or for ill, of that I will be the heir. Thus we should frequently recollect. And settle in for the sitting time. We've muted everybody, and please, it's nice to help your have your help to keep um, the computer muted. And if you do need to move around, part of the etiquette is just shut your video off while you're moving around during the meditation time, especially, and that just keeps our visual field a little bit more settled. And of course, it's nice to have your video on once you're settled there in front of the camera, but it's also, depending on your circumstances, it's always okay to be here without your video if that feels better for you. So as we settle and meet 
the experience of the body sitting here, the body that is relatively relaxed and relatively still, relatively upright in a way that supports alertness. Opening to the body is really our gateway to opening up to life, to nature, to the way that it is. In Buddhism, we use the word sometimes dharma or dhamma. So coming into the body is more than just remembering that there's a body. It reminds us that we're in this swirl, this movement of life, and that we're not in control, and that this movement of life, like the movement of sensation in our body right now, or the movement in our wider world, all the social, political changes that are swirling, all the unknowns and ambiguity, But we find that right here, this opening to the body in a way is a microcosm of opening to our whole world. All the joys and sorrows and our friends and family and the wider world and our own movement of joys and sorrows that we experience and maybe even are experiencing right now. And of course, as we open to the body and as we open to life as it is, those deep habits of being in denial or being distracted or thinking we've got to control or fix stuff, all those habit energies are going to get triggered. So as an alternative to falling into those habits of denial or controlling, we have this alternative to be opening in a full, kind, tender-hearted way. So we bring, we recall, and we trust this actual capacity of my heart right here and now to bring this embracing, kind and tender-hearted connection first and foremost to the breathing body here feeling the sits bones on the chair, on the cushion wherever we're sitting feeling the obvious structure the skeleton in the body, the musculature, feeling the warmth or coolness here in the body. There's really no way to be intimate with life, to have a real connection with life if we're not learning how to be open, how to be embodied here and now. And I'm sure you're learning it's not about 
demanding or expecting a perfect bodily experience now, that the breath will be perfect, that the sensations will be pleasant and pleasant in a perfect kind of way. Now the point is actually that it's not perfect, that it's not fixed, it's not dependable, or what's dependable is that it's changing, that it's wild, that it's alive with change, this body and this world. And just maybe there's a kind of love, a compassion, a tenderheartedness that is sufficient to embrace, to relax, and to really trust this wild, hot mess of the body, of our sensitive hearts, of our thinking minds, of the wider world, what's moving, what's coming and going. So in the safety, the relative safety of our set, the relative comfort of sitting here now with our community, we can experiment putting down the armor, including any defensiveness that expresses itself as my mind clinging to an idea, clinging to any sense of certainty, and letting that be replaced with a more open, who knows, who knows. And we're learning to trust that life the movement of sensation in this body, the movement of emotion in the heart, the movement of mental activity. Just appreciating the aliveness and appreciating not having to be in control, not having to have any expectation or agenda. What a relief it is for a moment or a few moments. What a relief it is to simply allow life to keep moving, to feel the boundless energy here in the heart, body and mind and not to feel like I have to even have a fixed idea of what it all means. Putting all that down. And in a way we're learning to abide in the vast movement. Sometimes that movement is quite settled and sometimes the movement of life, the life of the body and mind is quite alive with change and even intense. But maybe that's okay. Sometimes settled, sometimes intense, 
Maybe that's how it is. Maybe, just maybe, it all belongs. So we meet our life, our world with kindness and tender-heartedness, like a warmth, a generous warmth that spreads from the heart, fills the space of the body, fills the space of the heart and mind, fills the whole world. This very simple, beautiful, generous quality of love that allows us to be right in the middle and to some degree free from fear. So we're exploring that capacity to abide in metta, in karuna, this basic goodness and tender-heartedness, this generous warmth, expansive warmth, this affectionate presence. as if there were a beautiful, sublime smile. The heart itself had a beautiful, sublime, generous smile. A healing smile. Willing to touch everything, to hold everything, This is the great fullness of metta and karuna, loving kindness and compassion. In a way, it's an active expression of wisdom, the wisdom of non-fear. So we're expressing a non-fear in meeting, being intimate with our lives. So we'll continue for a while in silence.
keep returning to this trusting that this heart has the capacity to love generously right now. This radiance that is that spreads and fills the space of the body, the heart and mind, and outward in all directions. Simple but beautiful. This beautiful wish for ease. May all beings, this being, all beings, find ways to live their lives with ease, with wisdom and love, with great skill. This is the generosity of love, compassion. And we're learning to abide in the, that wholesome way of relating and letting it have its healing effect on the body and the mind.
keeping it really simple. It's not so much that we're trying to generate love. The feeling is more like being a conduit. The heart is open. And this energy, this generous energy of connection, this inclusivity where everything belongs, this moment belongs. We're letting this move through the conduit, the openness of our heart. Initially, it might feel like it has a lot of warmth, but then just let it keep opening. And it might have a more cool, expansive quality of equanimity and balance. From kindness to compassion, appreciation, into this vast, beautiful balance. This balance that comes from wisdom that understands the way it is. Oh yeah, this is how it is right now. This is what's moving here in the body and the mind, what's moving in the world. Can this be okay? Yeah. Yeah, this could be okay. The heart knows how to hold it all. So in a way, we're learning how to experience the heart as vast as the whole world, the whole universe. the mind, the heart, even the sense of the body. Let it become quite vast, open, like space itself. And see if you can rest in that vastness, that peace, that silence. Not forever, but just as a training. Is it okay to put everything down and just to abide in the space, the vast space of the present moment, the peaceful, quiet space of the present moment? Of course, the activity is still there, but we're attuning to the vastness of the space, the silence itself. This is what the heart is interested in, the great space of the present moment.
and to whatever degree it's possible. See if you can be interested in the experience of peace, even if it has a cool, expansive quality to it, subtle quality. Be interested in peace and practice resting, trusting, And whenever the mind is drawn into self-centered dramas, then the peace begins to dissipate. And whenever the mind keeps in mind the vastness of the peace, stillness, the letting go, the non-attachment, And it doesn't matter what's happening in the background, little thoughts, other experiences. Right now, keeping in mind the vast peace here, like a great background of peace that we now have brought into the foreground. Peace and ease is available. Can we keep it in mind for a while? And we're aligning our mind, our heart, our body. We're aligning our whole life with this experience of ease and balance and peace. What would it be to return to the busyness of our lives complexion, complexities of our lives with this background of balance and ease and peace, even while we're navigating the ups and downs and the challenges.
This talk, like all programs at Common Ground, is offered freely in the spirit of generosity. To learn more about Common Ground and its programs, or if you would like to donate, please visit our website, www.commongroundmeditation.org. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.